Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Michaela. And this is Drink the Movies. A podcast where each week we try to recreate a classic movie drink and discuss the movie that inspired it. Thanks for joining us. Now let's drink the movies. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to episode 66 of Drink the Movies. I'm Brian here as always with Michaela. Michaela, we are in the thick of Oscar season. We are, uh, we've made it to March now. Uh, the clock is ticking on getting these movies watched. Uh, and what I can say is that they need to hurry up, get these things onto streaming or get them to the theater or do something because we have a lot of movies to watch still. Yeah, yeah. I have something like 33 left to watch and we have... 26 days now and so that that's more than a movie a day if you do the math correctly people Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and and it is not for lack of trying i want to say there's 25 films that are still unwatchable because they're not streaming Mm -hmm. um that's a huge problem uh for those of us uh normal people who don't have access to the academies um (laughs) streaming plan or whatever yeah. it is that they do to to get these videos out for voting so um that's right that's right you know, anyone listening out there if you happen to know how we do that let us know let us know yeah it used to be like a thing where you could get on some sort of service like way back in the day and they'd send you the vhs tapes um and yeah you can't they don't have that anymore um that was that was years and years ago and that's how i used to watch all of them um but now you just you're just uh, we're just at the mercy of the theaters and the streaming services. And if y'all could get on that uh, a world, uh, we got we got a lot of movies to watch. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's lot. right. And so and some of these theaters are rolling them out. I know one by us was showing all of the shorts, but they were only showing them at like one showing for the week. So if you weren't able to make that one, then that was your, that was your one chance to see those. And uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they get to streaming. They were pretty lax about it last year. Almost everything was streaming, you know, well in advance, but we're kind of getting down to the wire now. So uh, just hold on uh, out there and drink the movies land. Just follow along. We will do our best to not go crazy as we uh, try to slam in these last movies for the week. Uh, But what we're going to be talking about this week is something pretty fun Uh, we had to take a break from oscar watch because we got a request for this one michaela so why don't we take a quick break and we will be back we will talk about this week's cocktail and get into it so this week we are making drake's deception which is a really cool name for a cocktail and it comes from the amazing youtube channel the tipsy bartender which is one of my favorite channels to go to when i'm looking Mm -hmm. at drinks um because it's a very uh, normal look at how to make a cocktail. Like it's mm-hmm. it's messy. It's you know it's very like this is how a normal person does it. It's not it like it's fancy, but it looks totally attainable. Like I could be right, yeah. a tipsy bartender, but then obviously I can't be because only one person is the tipsy bartender, and that's the tipsy bartender. But it's a really cool channel. If you like uh, mixing drinks, you should go check it out because it's got some cool stuff. And, uh, and it's got Drake's Deception, which is what we're going to go over here. Super fun drink. If you're into 
you know, um, pirate's booty. If you're into treasure, <laughs> you're going to really enjoy this. If you're in a fire, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's really good. That's, that's right. That's right. So, uh, we had, uh, a couple of, uh, good options for this week's film. So in the, in the movie, Nathan Drake, our, uh, hero, I guess, our protagonist, he is a bartender. He mixes up a Negroni early on in the film. And uh, that would have been a good choice because that's, you know, my favorite cocktail, but we're like, eh, that's Brian's favorite cocktail. So uh, he uh, manages to find a way to talk about a Negroni, like at least like once a month. So we'll skip that. We'll find something a little bit more fun to do. And Drake's Deception is a fun one. So it gets its name. That's the third installment of the video game series, uh, Uncharted, uh, which is uh, really good. Uh, go play those games. And then uh, when you're done, you know, doing that, you should make one of these drinks because it's excellent. And like Michaela said, Tipsy Bartender is a really fun uh, YouTube channel. So go check that out as well. Um, this drink, it's exciting. It's a little mysterious. It tastes like Christmas. Uh, I don't know, but why don't you run through this one uh, for everyone, Michaela? You were the one uh, whipping these up and lighting them on fire. So, sure. so, uh, so let's get into this one. Sure. All right. So you're going to need some lime um, because you're going to rim a glass with lime and you're going to dip it in sugar. So you have a sugar rimmed glass. And then you're going to need six-ish ounces of ginger beer. You're gonna pour that into your glass. Then you're gonna take half an ounce of gold schlager. Okay, it's important to have the gold in it because I mean, we're, it's treasure. Okay, that, that's right. And that's then right. you're gonna to top that shot glass with a quarter ounce of 151 rum if you can find it. We were kind of in the middle of this beach town, so the closest we could get was hurricane-proof rum. It was like mm -hmm. 137 instead of 151, so it was enough to light on fire, which is important because that's what we're going to do, okay? Uh, so right. then what you do is you take the shot, because the shot is now filled with Goldschlager and the rum on top. You light that sucker on fire, and then you, you sprinkle some cinnamon on top and make it all like... Um, the cinnamon kind of lights and bursts and has like little like yeah, makes synapses. <laughs> little synapses. Yeah, it makes like little uh, sparks. If you watched our Flaming Rum Punch uh, video uh, we put up uh, way back, uh, one of our very first episodes, we did that and then it's on the YouTube channel. Yeah, we have a, a YouTube channel that's uh, very well neglected. You can see the uh, video of that. But yeah, it's really cool. It kind of sparks and then you take that shot glass and drop it down into your ginger beer and then uh, sip away and enjoy. And like I said, it tastes like Christmas. It's like gingery and cinnamony from the Goldschlager and uh, it's cinnamon from the cinnamon. Um, and then you get like that kind of you know, that spiced rum from the 151. Uh, and it was delicious. Uh, it was you know, delicious. You're, you're never quite sure how like these uh, kind of like bomb kind of shot things are going to drinks are going to really taste. Right. <laughs> but but this right. one, this one was really good. Really good. Yeah, especially with the ginger beer, because anything that's effervescent, right, anything that's got bubbles in it, you know, you're going to drop something in and you're like, it's going to explode. Mm -hmm. And if you watch the tipsy bartender, that's exactly what happens, right? It makes a complete mess. And so we're like, this sounds great. This is going to make a mess, <laughs> but it's actually really good. And it's not warm. Um, it tastes like a, like a cold Christmas drink. <laughs> so it's actually still <laughs> right. really refreshing, which is nice. Cause we were at the beach um, when we had this and it was like, oh, this is great. Um, because we're not, it's not cold anywhere in, um, in Uncharted, right? They're like finding treasure on like in boats. 
they're going to really exotic places in like Mexico, no, Portugal and Thailand or someplace like jungle <laughs> areas, like not places where you would want to cozy up by a fire. And um, yeah, so That's right, I yeah. thought it was very appropriate, very appropriate. It has all yeah. the things that it has, that it has all the, the things movie, it was. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was very exciting. It was very delicious. And uh, yeah, I'm glad we tried it. So definitely, definitely give it a try. If you didn't want to light it on fire, you probably could get away with just mixing that up in your uh, cocktail glass and drinking it and it would still be pretty good. So give it a try. Uh, watch our newest TikTok. We're uh, on TikTok now. Uh, you can see the video of us making it there. And then of course, we'll have pictures on our website. So mix one of those up. Let us know what you think about it. But now, Michaela, we need to dive in to this week's film, which is Uncharted. Spoiler warning for Uncharted. If you've not yet seen this film, relax. A lot of people probably haven't yet because it just came out. That's okay. Press pause. Go to the movies. Smuggle yourself some gold blogger sh- in. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe um. don't make Drake's deception in the movie theater because that's probably a fire code issue and you could burn the place down. Don't do that. Um, but when you've seen Uncharted, come back. With, let's talk about it because we're totally going to talk about the ending. So, yeah. yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. So so spoiler warning, go out and see it. And uh, Michaela's not entirely right. A lot of people have seen it. It's uh, it's already the second highest grossing film of the year. It's pushing one hundred million dollars. So uh, its popularity is growing. So we'll have to see how it ends up on the year. Uh, but this one, it was uh, just released two weeks ago. It was uh, directed by Ruben Fleischer, and it stars Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. And this, if uh, you don't know out there, uh, like Michaela didn't, uh, this is based on a video game franchise, uh, which has four installments plus kind of a uh, side story uh, as well. And this film is is kind of loosely based on the most recent one, uh, Uncharted for a Thief's End. Uh, and that's, uh, that's, that's where we're getting into it. So, Michaela, you didn't know that these were video games at all. Nope. Not a clue. All I knew was Tom Holland was in it and it looked like uh, they were going to look for treasure, which is one of my favorite things in the world. So I was like, this Wait, reminds treasure me like, or Tom Holland is your favorite thing. Uh, Tom Holland looking world. for treasure. Oh, Tom Holland looking for treasure is your favorite thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, 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 totally. So, um, I mean, he's got Mark Wahlberg in it. I was like, I'm in Seoul. This is like a grown up version of Goonies. Why wouldn't I mean? Yeah, all we needed was Tom Holland being like one-eyed Willie. Oh my (laughs) gosh, that's all I needed was him to look at the camera one time and say that he never does. Um, That spoiler warning, he does not ever do that. But um, there's really cool things like maps and puzzles. This is Mm -hmm. right up my alley. This this is a. I mean, this is the perfect like adventure film. It's really fun. It really looked like fun. And so that's what drew me to it. Now that I know it's a video game, though, I am going to put on my my nerd pants and I'm going to sit on my nerd pants on my couch (laughs) and I'm going to do nothing but play this video game for like six years. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, there you go. Uh, definitely get into it. So I am familiar with the video games. I've played played through. I played through the first three several times. Then I've I've played the most recent one uh, just once. But yeah, pretty familiar with it. One of the big kind of takeaways from this was uh, that Tom Holland doesn't really he doesn't really remind people of the Nathan Drake that's in the video games. Um, Mark Wahlberg doesn't really remind people of the Sully that's in the video game. So I it was it was kind of weird for me as a as a fan of the games. 
I was like, well, I don't, I don't know. So I, I, you know, I set my expectations kind of to the side. I'm like, okay, so this could at the very worst be a really fun adventure movie. And that's what I was hoping for. And that is exactly what we got. So this movie opens up, uh, (laughs) you have Nathan Drake in this uh, crazy uh, scenario. He is falling out of a cargo plane, uh, which is bad. Uh, You know, a lot of the games kind of open uh, with that where he, you know, he's just in some crazy situation. And then, uh, you know, part of the story is just catching up to how he, how he got there, but he's in there. And then, you know, we, we flashback, we go back to his youth. We learned that him and his brother are, you know, kind of want to be explorer treasure hunters. Uh, it's kind of their, kind of their family business is to go out and, you know, look for these artifacts and track these things down. And, uh, you know, supposedly descendants from Sir Francis Drake, at least that's kind of, you know, the, the thing that they're holding on to, uh, but, you know, the brothers get separated, they go about their ways, and that leaves Nathan to grow up on his own. And he is in New York City, uh, tending bar, uh, which is pretty good. And I have to say, Tom Holland, good bartender. Uh, if you went in, he was standing behind the bar. He could mix you up a cocktail. Uh, he did a good job, I think. And then that chick was, that's for damn sure. I mean, he's like all nice. He's like, hey, what can I get? And she's like, uh, excuse me, can you put a drink in front of me, please? Okay. And I, I'd be like, can you just breathe air close to me, Mr. Tom Holland? <laughs> can I just, yeah, can you just stand here and let me look at your face for just a minute and then walk away? It's fine. It's fine. I'm just going to be well, near you. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Calm, and, calm and down. Then, calm down. And then but... He, <laughs> but then he makes her an agroni, tries to give her a history lesson of the agroni, and she's like, oh my gosh, no, thank you. Um, is there real sugar in this? I don't know. Oh, she's such a total drag. But he gets her back in the end because- as you say, since he's he's been living on his own, he's he's also kind of a like a pickpocket, but he, mm-hmm. he he's like a jewelry thief, but he'll steal things right off of your body as he's like serving you a cocktail. It's amazing. You're like, you're so happy he's doing this too, which is not right. But you're like, yeah, stick it to the rich girl who's not nice in a bar. Yeah, don't uh, don't pickpocket out there, kids. But yeah, that's that's kind of what Nathan Drake's up to, right? He is this, he's this pickpocket. He is a, a sneaky guy. And, you know, Tom Holland to prepare for this actually went and worked at a bar until people realized that he was there working at the bar. And they're like, well, we can't, we can't really have you here because now people are just coming in to, to see Tom Holland and to not order their drinks, uh, which is, you know, the main purpose of a bar, but yeah, he was, he was pretty good. He's given the history lessons. He knows all about all of this history stuff, uh, you know, Nathan Drake is a, he's a smart guy. He knows all of this stuff. Uh, I think you kind of underestimate him, which is, which is, which is part of the thing. So uh, his character, you know, is, is, you know, pretty much based on like uh, Indiana Jones. He gets into these perilous situations and I uh, don't think he really knows what he's doing, but he's really smart um, and has a good way of getting out of these things. So we're at the bar. He's, uh, he's stealing jewelry. And then we meet our, uh, his kind of, uh, his partner in arms, I guess. Uh, we have the first meeting of Sully, who is played by Mark Wahlberg. Uh, he comes in, says, "Hey, kid, I've got a job for us to do. I basically saw that you, uh, you know, took that uh, very expensive bracelet off of that very uh, unpleasant girl out there, and uh, you know, I think that you might be right for the job. Uh, we've got this thing uh, that I want to steal, and I have a suspicion that you know what this thing is because you know Sully knew Nathan's brother." And they, you know, they wanted to, you know, get in there, steal this thing, find this fortune that, you know, Nathan's been looking for his, his whole life. Sully knows that he knows that he can get one up on Nathan. Uh, It's very much a, a partnership. And uh, 
I don't know. I don't know how you would how you would say it. They're uh, they're ho- holding it, holding each other at arm arm's length. They both want different things out of this thing. Yeah, I, and it's a very manipulative kind of move, right? Where Sully is like, "Hey, you know, I maybe we can figure out what happened to your brother uh, if you come with me, because you know your brother really wanted to find this stuff." Uh, yeah, and you know, it's a very complicated relationship that or feelings that. Drake is having because, uh, or Nathan is having, because he's like, look, if my brother, you know, he kept saying he was going to come back and all I got were these postcards and he's kept everyone and he's traveled all over the world. And he was, you know, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know why he never came back, but you know, um, but it's very, to me, it's, it's a very kind of, they, they forged this tentative kind of relationship where they're going to go in and they're going to try and get, um, get this, get hands on this fortune. But everyone who, everyone else who comes in contact with Sully is like, do not trust this guy. This guy is not your friend. Um, That's right. Yeah. He is, he is, uh, he's, I don't know if he's bad news, but yeah, you definitely, definitely don't want to take anything he says at face value for sure. For sure. So, uh, kind of the, the first kind of act of this film is, kind of like a like a heist film right they have to get this plan they need to go and steal this cross that's going to act as a key for this treasure that they're that they're hunting down right so so they go to the auction they have the the idea that they're going to you know kind of cut the power sully's going to go in steal this cross you know no no big deal we don't want to pay millions of dollars for this cross we'll just take it uh but someone else wants the cross and that is our uh, kind of villain of the story, I guess. Uh, Santiago Moncada, who's played by Antonio Banderas. Uh, really great. Um, it's always great when you get Antonio Banderas coming in. Uh, his presence was a little short-lived, I think, in the film. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, always excellent to get to, to get Mr. Banderas into your movie. And have him play a bad guy. He's Absolutely. a great bad guy. Yeah, I mean, he's great at everything, right? He's He's just brilliant. I mean, and he's so... He's a bad guy in in the in the worst way too, right? Because he's like, this was my family's, for my family, his family apparently, like hundreds of years ago, they were the ones that found the treasure, and so they're like, it should be ours. It's our birthright. It's that whole like psychosis of like, three hundred years ago, my grandfather did something, and so it's obviously now mine, and I I I should own it. And even yeah. his own father is like, um, I, I don't think that's kind of, that's true. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think that's necessarily the way that should go. And so he's got to make a decision on what to do because he's, he's going to, you know, he's going to cut his own son out of the business because uh, Antonio Banderas's character has gone too far. And he's like, I'm going to do everything I can to get the treasure. <laughs> Greed. <laughs> That's that's right. Greed. Greed. It's, it's all greed. It's all bad. Um, and the the plan basically runs amok. Um, it's a it's a pretty fun time though. You're starting to get some of like the the comedy and some of the uh, kind of over the top uh, adventure uh, kind of action stuff. Um, one of the things that I'll say about this movie is that the stunt work in it is incredible. Um, you know. It, it's just unbelievable kind of the, the stuff that they're doing. They're like, you know, hanging from these weird lights that are hanging down um, at this auction house. And, you know, the, the plan, the plan goes afoul, but they get their cross, which was the ultimate goal anyway. And they get out of there. Um, and that turns from kind of this heist story now into this uh, kind of treasure hunt uh, adventure story, uh, which is where we're going to sit spend kind of the the bulk of the movie now so our heroes are off to spain i think it is uh to go they need to track down this church because that's where they're pretty sure that 
this treasure is. They get in there. Uh, there's some puzzle solving involved. There is meeting Chloe Frazier involved, who's played by Sophia Ali. Uh, she's awesome. She's uh, uh, another kind of bright spot. I really liked her in this role. Um, yeah. You know, it's kind of this, uh, you know, she's another like reluctant ally, right? So now you have three people yeah. who who are kind of after the same thing, but they all have their own motivations for it. Um, you get like a neat chase scene between Drake and her, like right off the start, because she immediately just steals the cross and, <laughs> and hightails it out of there. But, you know, they have to kind of work together. They realize that, you know, it takes, you know, both of the crosses and, you know, kind of two teams of people to get in and get this thing. And this is kind of my favorite part of these stories. It's more of the, you know, getting in and, you know, doing these puzzles, you're in like the crypts of these, you know, cathedrals and things like that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's very like history centric and uh, puzzle centric and uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it's a wild ride. And I think too, it's got enough character drivenness so that you're, you're invested in the characters because you do want to understand what happened to Sam um, Nate's brother, right? And so at the mm-hmm. end, <clears throat> well, I guess in the middle, there's this whole big thing where you're not, you don't feel like you really understand what's happened and you feel like maybe Sully has not been 100% truthful about where Sam is and what's happened. And um, is he is he dead? Is he is he hurt somewhere? Is he trapped? What's going on? And you, there's a lot of double crossing, right? Like that we talk about, but mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing, Tom, Tom, Tom Holland's character, um, Nate is very, you know, he, he really does value the people for what they are and he, he knows who they are. And so one of the parts that I really love is after he spends all this time trying to figure out, a, he tries to break this code um, to understand where 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 a part of the treasure is or where a key to the treasure map is um i don't want to spoil it too much but he does figure it out and he knows that one of his people one of his friends one of these partners is going to betray him he mm-hmm. definitely figures out a way um to put them you know put them off but to also keep them safe because he knows that it's going to be very dangerous and so I, I really like the way that they do that because like you said, you know, this character look, you know, you don't know how old Nathan Drake is at this point, um, mm-hmm. but he looks like he's in his mid twenties, early twenties, maybe. And he's just a lot smarter and a lot wiser than you probably, you probably, you know, would give him credit for as like just a bartender in New York. So he's, he's got a lot more knowledge and a lot more wiseness around him for, you know, who the people are. Um, It's a fun ride. I mean, I really likened it to um, kind of a new, a new feeling of um, like the, like a Goonies or Mm a um indiana jones ish right it's it gives mm-hmm. you that feeling of adventure and history and like but it's um not and i hope that's not insulting to to those that like loved this series because i legit had no idea that this was such a beloved um game um i i'm definitely am going to go and actually play these games because if it's anything like the movie where you have to solve a puzzle and then you go to a place and you like that sounds 
totally fun to me. Um, it's a while, it's a fun ride and it's good. It's great for kids. Um, there's a little bit of violence, but not tons. Um, mm-hmm. there's only one scene that I think is really questionable for young kids. Um, there's no other real adultness. It's just getting out of really, you know, <laughs> really tough situations where like water's rushing in and you're like, I got to get the key and I got to find the, key. you know, all of that stuff. Um, right. I, I think it's, it's really fun. Yeah. It's just kind of traversing these hairy situations. Um, yeah. I really like the stuff like in Spain, like it, it looked beautiful. Um, and you know, you're kind of in like underneath of this old church, um, and stuff. There's a really cool scene where they end up at like this, <laughs> like this bar, that I guess that had moved in kind of underneath of this church, because I need, when you have places, you know, that are several hundreds, uh, years old, you know, you, things kind of keep getting built on top of each other. So they get into this bar and they, you know, run into kind of these henchmen guys and, you know, you have uh, Tom Holland back behind the bar and he's like flipping the bottles around and uh, trying, you know, uh, using some distraction, using some humor. Um, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun um, getting through there, finding the treasure, uh, kind of the treasure room, you know, and, and realizing that, you know, this isn't where the, the treasure is after all. And they need to kind of go back and, and collect their thoughts and, and figure this out and, yeah, like you said, and then there's kind of a lot of a lot of deception, a lot of a lot of double crosses and triple crosses, and uh, keeping people. But they eventually do make it to where the actual treasure is. I want I want to say, going off memory from seeing it, I think it's somewhere off like the coast of like the Philippines. I think is where yeah. where it ends up where it ends up being. And and they get there, and it's it's very tropical, it's very beautiful. Um, but you know, Nathan, like you said, he people underestimate him, but he knows all this stuff. He has been studying where this treasure is for his whole life. Uh, you know, that's, that's his jam. He gets, you know, kind of a, a hot tip from his brother, Sam on these postcards he keeps looking through, uh, which is pretty awesome, you know, kind of keeping that emotional tie to him there. So, uh, you know, he, he sends Chloe on kind of a wild goose chase. Sully is nowhere to be found. Uh, cause they, it, we get back to the, you know, kind of opening scene where he's getting you know, flung out of this cargo ship and trying to climb himself back aboard. Um, they end up him and him and Chloe in there. Um, it's it's a good nod if you are familiar with the video games when they wash up on shore. Uh, he, you know, <laughs> they're coming up and they walk by a, a gentleman that's laying there on the beach and he's like, oh, you know, I just got run over by a car, at, you know, out of a plane. And the, and I, the guy says something along the lines of, oh, yeah, that happened to me once. Uh, that's actually the guy who plays Nathan Drake in the video game. Uh, so that's, so that's pretty cool. He does like <laughs> the, the voice and the motion capture and stuff. So a uh, little nod there. If you, if you know that a uh, little Easter egg, um, but you know, that's pretty fun. And then, you know, Nathan Drake, he gets to the treasure. Like I said, he's the only one that really knows where this thing is. He figures it out. Uh, he takes the boat there looking very cool, uh, driving this boat up the coast of the Philippines. He gets in there, gets to the cave. And you mentioned the Goonies a couple of times. And this is like the, basically the same exact shot as when, when they get to one-eyed Willie's uh, boat right in the, in the cave there, but he gets there, he sees these, these two boats, uh, Sully turns back up, you know, just in time to find where all of the treasure is. And it appears that there's a lot of treasure on these boats and the boats seem to be still in pretty good shape for being 600 years old. And, you know, all seems to be good. Our heroes have gotten, gotten to the treasure they so desperately were looking for. Uh, but it, it's not all good because just about then the baddies show back up and we get kind of our final just completely insane confrontation right i mean there's no better way to fight like a have a pirate booty fight than in the sky with helicopters that are somehow strong enough 
to like hold it, giant old ancient pirate ships mm-hmm. full mm-hmm. of treasure. I mean, that is the preferred way of doing it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is that is how I would do it. I will That's say the best practice. Yeah, you have to you have to suspend a little bit of disbelief because there's no way that those boats wouldn't have fallen apart. That's OK. That's OK. I, 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 I digress. But if that's, so, if that's the point of where you're like, hmm, I'm yeah, going to just hmm. pretend that works. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't further than most people. This, this, this isn't movie. this isn't working for me. No, no, no. But the thing the thing is, is that. Uh, yeah, you're like, you're like, I don't, I don't know if this is real, but it's so fun and it looks so awesome that you don't even care. You're like, oh, yeah, this, you is, don't care. this is insane. And this is amazing. So yeah. So they have like an aerial battle on these old ships, but they're yeah. Like up in the air on these helicopters. Uh, of course, yeah. Sully was, uh, was in the army, I think. Um, and he, so he knew how to fly helicopters. He gets, he gets kind of a hold of one and you know you have this big battle in the sky of these two and you know like all good uh kind of pirating adventure uh you know heist treasure hunt films you get so close to getting the treasure uh but at the very end you know you're gonna you're gonna sink your ship the philippine government's yeah. going to come in and be like these are our ships now <laughs> yeah and and yeah you know it was is it in your hand but it slipped slipped through just like just like sand just like the sands of time. Well, at the end of the day, right, you just had to choose what was more important to you. And Sully had to choose. Mm -hmm. And he chose right. He chose that Nate was more important, which is good. (laughs) So it was a growing moment for Sully because I don't think he would have made that choice like three days before this. So that's good. That's yeah, that's right. They, (laughs) they, they came along, they came a long way. Um, So one of the, one of the big drawbacks, I guess, as as a fan of the video games, is that you're trying to tell a very big story and and a you know kind of a short window for this. So you have to kind of you know truncate stuff. You have to speed things things up a lot, so you don't get a lot of time to dive into why Sully would have made that choice. Um, so you have to you know you have to kind of meet the you know the filmmakers and stuff kind of halfway on right. that stuff. You don't you know you don't get you know 20 hours of their building up this you know kind of back and forth relationship to get to that point, but. But yeah, I mean, it's it's super fun. So, uh, Michaela, uh, we'd mentioned, uh, you know, kind of kind of our expectation levels on this. Like you said, you didn't know really anything about it other than, you know, Tom Holland and Marky Mark were in it um, and and that it looked pretty fun. What were, I guess, kind of your expectations going into seeing it when, you know, when we got asked to review this and I said, oh, we need to go to the movie theater and watch this movie so we can talk about it. Uh, what were you were you like? excited about it were you like oh, this looks like it might be okay or did you think it would be good or yeah I was like hmm, all right <laughs> so um for the viewers at home Brian sent me a text and said hey we've been asked to uh we've had a request to go and watch Uncharted and cover it and I was like okay okay that's interesting during Oscar month. All right, let's do it. Which is good because if you, if you know, um, most of the Oscars total bummers, right? So we were most of these not, not happy films. So it was a, it was a welcome, welcome, uh, uh, change to like the tragedy of Macbeth. But, um, yes. (laughs) So I was excited, but I didn't, I was, I didn't think it was going to be epic or anything. I was like, okay, yeah, that'll be fun. Um, but I was really pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. Um, because I do think that it's something that we'll probably, um, we'll probably purchase or keep, keep, you know, keep on our rotation of the streaming device, um, because it is a good adventure. Um, it's, 
you know, it's not bad for kids. You know, Mm -hmm. it's got a lot of, you know, historical kind of uh, connotations to it. So I love that aspect of it because it gets, I mean, my son is super excited about things like Egypt and things like treasure maps and like learning about like, you know, finding new worlds and new things. And so we can have all sorts of other conversations because of it. Um, And also, I mean, you're not wrong. The, you know, the action sequences are actually pretty great. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, flying (laughs) giant flying ships through the air is, is a little much, but, but even those scenes are actually done really well because as the, as they kind of crash into each other, the way the CGI or however they do, it looks really good the way they, (laughs) the way they do it. So yeah, I think this is going to become yeah. um, kind of one of those Goonie family favorites where it's like, ah, it's a fun movie. You know, is it, is mm-hmm. it going to win an award? I mean, it might, it might win, it might win something on the sound editing, you know, it might get some props for something like that, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's not, it's not going to win best picture next year, but it's a good movie. I would say it's a, it's a fun ride, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, like I said, I had, I had kind of the, I, I don't, I don't want to call it baggage, but I guess that's, for lack of a better term, that's kind of what it is, right? So you have like the experience of playing, you know, all of these, all of these video games leading up to it. So you're so familiar with the characters and kind of the stories and the story beats and things. And you could definitely tell where they were trying to kind of recapture some of that and some of the dialogue and, and stuff like that. So I wasn't, I wasn't hundred percent sure how I was going to like it. Now mm-hmm. this, this trailer has been, you know, every time we go to the movies, uh, you know, over this past year, it seemed like this trailer was, was on there. So I'd always kind of watch it and I'm like, and I was just like, okay, so I don't, I don't know if this is going to be like Uncharted the game or not, but it still mm. looks like it could be pretty fun. And it looks like, you know, kind of the, you know, the chemistry of, you know, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg could be good. And that could be, that could be good enough to make it like a fun adventure movie. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll just, I'll just kind of take it as that, right? Like I'll, I'll just take it as a fun um, adventure movie. And yeah, I mean, even after watching it, I'm still like, I don't know that that's like 100% the same feel as I get for the video game. But Tom Holland is so charismatic. Like, it doesn't even matter that he's, you know, not exactly like the Nathan Drake from the video game. And and that's totally cool. Um, I'd mentioned that, you know, like the stunt work in it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I mentioned that bar scene and they're having like that kind of like close combat fight. It reminded me a lot of like the the fight like in Shang-Chi when they're on the bus where, you know, yeah. it's so like close because you're just behind behind this thing and you know he's jumping around and swinging around and uh you know the chase like on the rooftops in spain and uh you know that you know that big kind of fight on the the aerial <laughs> aerial uh you know uh ships there um and all, all that stuff is all that stuff's great um yeah I'm, I'm excited to have seen it and i'll probably like you said i'll probably get it and watch it you know periodically because i think it's it's just kind of fun and you want something yeah you know, kind of, kind of lighthearted and uh, stuff like that. And they definitely, because uh, there are a couple of kind of post-credit scenes um, that definitely left the door open if they want to yeah. do more of these. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they will. I think they were kind of waiting to see how this did. I, you know, I wasn't sure how it was going to do, but it seems like it's, you know, trending in the right direction. It's still probably got another, you know, two or three weeks of hanging out in the like, you know, kind of top five, uh, you know, from week to week. So I think it's going to do pretty well. Uh, on its uh, dollars and cents, so yeah, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. And I definitely, I definitely want to get back in and watch uh, 
or I want to get back in and uh, play through these games again. I think that that would be really fun. And yeah, I hope that you do too, because I think that, that you would en- enjoy those. I want to say a thank you to uh, Cassia who recommended uh, this film to us. And we definitely encourage people to do that. So go onto our website. There's like contact us or you can, you know, contact us through our social media and, uh, you know, let us know if there's a movie that you want us to cover or a cocktail that you want us to do. And, you know, uh, pretty much we are pretty easy sells on doing things. So, so let us know if there's, if there's something you want us to watch and see. And then if you do make a recommendation and we do end up covering it, um, if you want, you can record uh, a little, you know, kind of snippet about the movie. Uh, and Cassia did one of those. So let's listen to that right now. All right. And we are here today uh, with a special guest. Uh, we are here with Cassia, who actually suggested that we cover Uncharted. Uh, so, of course, we were happy to oblige. You know, anytime we get a fan recommendation, we want to uh, try to accommodate that if we can. If it's a if it's a movie we want to see or a drink we want to do. So make sure you check out our uh, website, social media, if you have an idea for a movie or a cocktail for us to cover, uh, definitely drop us a line and let us know. Uh, but like I said, Cassia is with us today because she wanted us to cover Uncharted. She saw it. Uh, she apparently liked it a little bit. And she's here with us to you know, tell us what she thought about the movie uh, and why she recommended it. So Cassia, welcome to Drink the Movies. Thanks for popping on with us. Yeah, long time uh, no, no see. <laughs> but... Um... I grew up with the Uncharted games. Uh, I had many uh, girls game night where we would just like play Uncharted and like mm-hmm. eat like fast food. Like uh, oh, nice. it was really fun. And yeah, one, two, and three, and then like four kind of came out like on on the PS4, you know. And that's actually Uncharted Four: A Thief's End is kind of more like what inspired this origin story, which is kind of funny in a way, I guess, because it's like canonically Nate's last <laughs> mission. Right. You know, but, but um, I guess like, because I've always been a uh, lifelong, uh, well, not lifelong, but like as long as I knew about Uncharted, I've pretty much been a fan. Six mm-hmm. Harvest Magna, you know, all that. Um, I, I love history too, by the way. And uh I, I watched this and it was it was pretty fun. Um, I wasn't like sold on the casting. Like mm-hmm. it kind of feels a bit more like a Sony Tom Holland. Like we want you to stay like <laughs> at our studio and do something kind of a situation. But I just kind of had to separate it and be like, this is a multiverse, you know, like right. This yeah. isn't like the game game. This is an adaptation of the movie. Like, and if there was an Uncharted verse this would be another, you know, iteration of it, you know? Yeah, that's what I thought about it, too, because I'm a big fan of the games, and I was a little thrown off by the casting, but I just kind of looked at it. I said, well, I'm just going to kind of take this for what it is and just go in with an open mind and low expectations. And yeah, it was a really fun time. I liked it uh, quite a bit. I don't know that it necessarily lined up exactly with, you know, how I, how I feel about the games, but yeah, it was a really fun time. Yeah, and... I, I laughed. I think it's a bit more funny than the games were, but it's still very action-packed. And uh, when I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, I need to hijack, you know, drink the movies and, like, talk about how, like, Tom Holland, I think, could be the next big 
movie star kind of like tom cruise like Mm -hmm. but kind of in the tradition of errol flynn i think like he really reminded me of errol flynn just doing all of his own stunts and like he just kind of has that like a bit of a swagger in this role that he doesn't have in uh his peter parker spider-man you know Mm -hmm. roles and i was like oh like i think he could be the next errol flynn like especially when he was like doing the like swinging around on the flying ships you know at the end mm-hmm. i was like oh why wasn't like robin hood made with him and <laughs> rather than taron edgerton you know so, yeah yeah he is yeah. super charismatic in the role um i liked him quite a bit and yeah it definitely fits in uh good with the drink the movies because he's a he's a bartender in the film so mixing up some cocktails so yeah a really good fit yeah i think it would be cool to see more uncharted's you know like I don't know. I'm kind of a stickler. Like I only want to see like adaptations of the games, you know, but I'm also like open to other things like, but I do like to kind of see like different live action perspectives of like something that already exists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It would be fun to, it would be fun to see if they send uh, Drake off on kind of a new adventure and got away from the games, but still able to kind of keep the, keep the feeling of those alive. But yeah, no, good stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much for recommending uh, the movie to us because I don't know that I would have went and seen it otherwise. Um, I probably <laughs> would have waited until it, you know, came out onto, uh, you know, onto streaming or something to watch it at home. So yeah, so you got me out of the house, uh, went and saw it, had a really good time with it. Um, now, people listening at home, if you don't know, Cassia is the host of the Old Republic podcast, which I am a co-host on as well. Uh, so you can listen oh, to that. Oh, you're a host. We're both hosts. <laughs> We're, we are the hosts with the most. Yeah. So you can check that out if you're into uh, Star Wars and Knights of the Old Republic, uh, kind of that timeline. Uh, we talk about that a lot over there and have a good time with it. Um, Cassia, if anyone uh, listening to Drink the Movies, if they want to, you know, find out more about the podcast or, you know, kind of more of what you've got going on and uh, kind of your Inspired a Galaxy stuff, uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you? Uh, so you can find me at uh, Inspired a Galaxy and the Old Republic podcast on Instagram. And we were on all the podcast thingies. So uh, I've forgotten how we how we kind of plug them all, you know, because we have it recorded. But uh, if, you, if you search it, you're going to find us. Don't worry. So Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again so much for the recommendation. Uh, hopefully we did Uncharted Justice. Um, and now I need to go back and play through those games again because they're a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Have a good one. All right. And yeah, thank you so much for making the recommendation and, you know, recording that little uh, awesome. little bit about Uncharted. I, that's that's super fun. I think that's what we want to do. Right. We want the drink that's movies right. family to to grow and recommend movies to everyone and recommend cocktails right. to everyone. That's right. Yeah. Super fun. Awesome. Yeah. No, thanks for the recommendation. We definitely needed it. Um, we we love that. Right. We want everybody to feel like they have a direct open dialogue to the to to our drink the movies duo here. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait for the next one. Keep them coming. And and that's that's the neat thing about the recommendations, too, because uh, like you mentioned, it's right in the heart of Oscar season. Um, You know, I. I, you know, had kind of the kind of my hangups from the video games. You didn't really even know what this was about. And, you know, we have 30 films that we're still still behind on watching. 
you or I probably never would have watched this. You know, maybe oh, when no, it I... ca- came came to streaming at some point, you know, we might have thrown it on, but you know, as a complete afterthought. Absolutely. No, I am so glad that um that Cassia did uh come in with a recommendation because we will always listen to them. First of all, we will never say no. We're not too good to watch any movie. Let's just say that, right? That's right. Um, That's and right. we're not and we're not too good to drink any 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 drink. We'll drink anything uh <laughs> twice. I'm gonna say twice. Um <laughs> because we might have gotten the recipe wrong the first time. But um yeah, no, it couldn't have come at a better time because I really did need kind of the mental mental download of not watching another sad story for a little while uh, to, to finish out this Oscar season. So this was great. This was that's, awesome. I'm so glad we did this. Yeah, that's Thank right. So, so yeah, so a super fun story and a super fun movie. So let us know at home if you uh, go out and see Uncharted or if you've played any of the video games, let us know which is your favorite of the Uncharted video games because they're all pretty good. And if you're going to be drinking a Drake's Deception while you do it, let us know that. Send us a video of it. We want to see uh, your little sparkly cinnamons uh, on your shot there. Uh, have that. It's delicious. Let us know about it. Or if you know if the Negroni is also your favorite cocktail um, and you like the way that Tom Holland mixes one up, let us know that. We want to know all of that stuff. And you can do that. You can find pictures of all of our stuff. It's on Drink the movies, uh, drinkthemovies.com. We'll have our Oscar stuff up uh, here shortly so you can get in and enter to win. We're getting our prize package put together for the top Oscar picker this year. Uh, so that'll be super fun. And you know, make sure you follow along with us on social media. It's at Drink the Movies on Instagram and Twitter and facebook.com slash drink the movies and on TikTok at drink the movies. Go there. We're getting some uh, videos. We're going to try to, you know, be doing some videos when we're mixing up our cocktails uh, for the movies and having some fun over there. So follow along over there um, and you can see us doing our Drake's Deception this week. That one is the, the most recent one up there. And, you know, after after you have found buried treasure, you should really spread the wealth around by leaving us a five star review. I think that's the best way to do it. That's the only way to I do it, so. I think. Yeah, that's I think right. so. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, so so Michaela, where do they need to go to that? You can do that on Apple Podcasts. You can do that on Spotify. You can do that on Stitcher, because I think we are newly added to Stitcher. We are, we are on Stitcher. Yeah, that's correct. Yep. You can do that anywhere that supports Anchor Podcasts, okay? So you just mm-hmm. get on there and you subscribe. You want to hit the subscribe button if you like what you're hearing, <laughs> um, which we hope you do, because uh, you get two drops a week. You get lobby bars on Tuesdays, and then you get the big episodes. Um, they're not that big anymore. They're less than an hour. Um, you get you get the big episodes, the big deep dives like this one on Thursdays. We hope you like what you're hearing. Hit the subscribe button. Leave us a five-star review. Send us a message with your favorite movie that you want us to cover. We'll find a cocktail. We'll do all the work. All you have to do is be part of the community. It would be awesome. We'd love it. That's right. We would love it. So uh, yeah, thanks again. Thanks again for the recommendation. And uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. And we'll talk to everyone next time on Drink Drink the the Movies. Good job, kid.